MTN to block text from Nigerian banks over $260 million debt and Zambia hikes interest rate to 9.5%. From over 869 cities, 121 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Tula Diale. For more, follow us on Twitter at DK Financial, and you can find me at Tula underscore Diale. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Sudanese capital Khartoum has been turned into a desolate war zone by a month of fierce fighting between the army and the paramilitary rapid support forces. Residents of Khartoum have enjoyed weeks of desperate food shortages, power blackouts, communication outages and runway inflation. Before the fighting erupted on April 15th, the city of 5 million was considered a place of relative stability, but now shelling and airstrikes are witnessed frequently. Joining us once again is analyst Akol Dog. Akol, what is the economic cost of the war in South Sudan? The economic cost of the war in Sudan uh, has been truly detrimental. First and foremost, when people are fleeing the capital city of Khartoum, immediately all businesses cease to exist. And then security across the country is going to force people to shut down their businesses and seek safety and refuge. And this is going to greatly affect trade and affect the production of the country. And you can see now that the focus has been the political system has been shut down due to the conflict. The peace talks have stalled due to the lack of the ceasefire being respected by both sides. And the economy has slowly grinded to a halt. And the economy is grinded to a halt is exacerbated by the, the, the constant leave of the foreigners, the different, the different nationalities who have been leaving the country or working in the country conducting business. They are leaving now. And they're living in, in waves. And what is the refugee burden and cost on neighboring countries? Uh, the refugee burden is quite great. Um, so many people have been migrating to Egypt, Ethiopia, and South Sudan. And this has put a lot of pressure on the host countries to provide services for these refugees. For example, if you look at South Sudan, many people have gone to the border town of Rang. And over nine to 10,000 people have been arriving in the past couple of days. And many of these people lack housing, they lack food, and they lack support. There have been a lot of initiatives by the locals, by the local government, and by uh, Good Samaritans who are providing housing, providing support, providing food, and receiving these people. And then taken to the Fulaj Airport, which is in the neighboring Maluth County, which then they go from there to come to Juba. So it's been very difficult, and there's been a lot of burden on South Sudan and South Sudanese. Uh, but uh, luckily, people have been providing support. But many people are stranded. Many people have no uh, support, have no abilities, and need to be supported and guided. And if it's the same pressures applied in Egypt, same pressures in Ethiopia, a lot of these border towns are having a lot of pressure and have influence of people arriving. Lastly, is there a complete cutoff of South Sudan exports to the port of Sudan? Right now, there isn't really uh, the, the cutoff of exports, South Sudanese exports through Port Sudan. What we're seeing is we're seeing uh, talks between the government of Sudan and the government of the Republic of South Sudan. Uh, the Minister of Petroleum in a recent interview talked about how uh, right now they're going to have a challenge importing oil field equipment, but they have enough equipment to last them for three months. But the next step now is how can they maintain their supplies and how can they continue to export this crude through, this pi- through the pipeline that goes to Port Sudan. But as we speak right now, there's nothing really drastic. The situation is currently uh, subsiding and things are looking up as uh, the ceasefire is expected to uphold and now there's a lot of pressure from the international community to bring the warring parties to the table but south sudan is also monitoring this situation as they have an interest as the all of the crude of south sudan is exported through port sudan 
Moving over to the markets. The market segment is part by the Dividend Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Central Bank of Zambia decided to raise its key interest rate by 25 basis points to 9.5% on May 17th after lifting it to 9.25% at its February meeting. It marks the second consecutive rate hike this year to contain persistent inflationary pressures and to support domestic currency, which has faced renewed pressure from slow progress in debt restructuring talks. The annual inflation rate in Zambia accelerated for the third month to 10.2% in April of 2023, up from 9.9% in March, returning to double digits for the first time in almost a year. Policymakers said inflation was expected to remain above the 6 and 8% target band over the forecast horizon, which runs until the last quarter of next year. And for a quick trip around Africa, South Africa's retail trade fell by 1.6% from a year earlier in March of 2023, following an upwardly revised of 0.7% drop in the prior month and compared with market estimates of 0.7% decrease. It was the fourth consecutive month of declines in retail activity and the most pronounced since June of 2022, as the ongoing power crisis hit hard food, beverages and tobacco retailers, sales also continued to fall for general dealers, pharmaceuticals, medical goods, cosmetics as well as toiletries. Hardware, paint and gloss also fell. The only exception was textiles, clothing, footwear and leather goods. On a monthly basis, retail sales were down by 0.7% in March after an upwardly revised fall in the prior month. Mobile phone operators in Nigeria, including MTN and Airtel Africa, will stop providing dedicated text message services to banks until the lenders pay 260 million US dollars in arrears. The operators will disconnect the so-called unstructured supplementary service data based on their contracts with the lenders. Benga Adebayo, chairperson of the Association of Licensed Telecommunications Operators of Nigeria, said in a telephone interview on Monday. He also added that some banks will be disconnected as early as Wednesday. For two years, Nigeria's mobile network operators and banks haven't been able to agree on appropriate USSD pricing model, the mode of collection and liability for unremitted fees from the lenders. The world's biggest chocolate producers are enjoying large profits while failing to pass on the benefits to cocoa farmers, many of whom are suffering falling incomes and worsening poverty, according to a report from the charity Oxfam. The analysis focuses on Ghana, the world's second largest producer of cocoa. The charity says farmers' incomes in the country have fallen since the start of the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. The report highlighted that 90% of Ghanaian cocoa farmers do not earn a living income, meaning they cannot afford enough food or other basics such as clothing, housing and medical care. Many of the 800,000 farmers in the country survive on just $2 a day. Oxfam also analyzed the wealth of the two biggest private chocolate operators, Mars and Ferrero, which has risen by $39 billion since 2020, giving them a combined net worth of around $157 billion. US dollars. Ghana and Ivory Coast, the world's two biggest cocoa producers, signed a deal in 2021 to try to get a bigger share of the chocolate industry's profits. The two governments set a minimum market price or living income differential for cocoa and also insist on premium payment an extra sum of money paid directly to farmers per ton of cocoa. But Oxfam says the payments have failed to meaningfully increase farmers' incomes. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have any suggestions or want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. 
You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at solo underscore diale.